everyone. Thanks for joining us. This is Sip and Tea with Nat and Z. I'm Nat. And I'm Z. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pregnant pause for dramatic effect, y'all. <laughs> I forgot who I was there for a moment. I was like, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. Oh, it's just, funny. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's a morning. It's a, I think it is. I blame it on... So we're taping this Daylight Savings mm-hmm. Day. Um, so I think that that is what is throwing us off. off. Yes. Or me off. Um, so it's been... It's been a weird morning. Let's just say yeah. that. It's a lot going on. Eventful. It's a lot going on. It's yeah, it's eventful, very eventful. Um, so we're talking about uh, Mean Girl Syndrome. The title mm. of this episode is You Can't Sit With Us, The Mean Girl mm. Syndrome. Um, so we've got a lot to unpack this morning. So we're going to get uh, right into it mm-hmm. with some tea of the day. Um We're not tea experts. Talk to your doctor when drinking herbal tea because there could be some potential side effects that could happen when you mix it with the medication. Yep, yep. Um, Don't substitute this for medication. We're not affiliated with any of these companies, and these ain't endorsements. So what we drinking on? So, So as we said, this topic is mean girl syndrome. So for some of us, that can evoke a lot of self-reflection and make you kind of think, did I, was I one? Do I know one? And we respond to experiences differently. And sometimes we need to drink, drink, drink to, you know, alleviate some of those reflections or let me, let me alleviate some of the information that you, you've come upon self-reflecting. And other times we need to feel safe and comforted. So we have two options for you today. So first we have black tea and rum. I'm here for the rum, <laughs> regardless, <laughs> regardless. So whether you reach for a classic English breakfast tea or orange pico, it's an it's a perfect accompaniment to rum. I think anything is a perfect accompaniment to rum, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Bartenders dating back to days made cocktails like the Fish House Punch. I'm gonna have to check that one out. It's a full bottle of dark rum with just a just as much black tea, as well as some cognac and peach brandy. Mm-hmm. So we already know that that's a lovely combination. And Planter's Punch, which is basically a simple mix of black tea and dark rum. Any you choose. And rum's natural sweetness pretty much rounds off the black tea's bitter edge. Those of you that enjoy black tea know there's that little bit of tinge at the end. While other spirits like whiskey can sometimes accentuate the astringency of the said um, tea. So, moving on to chamomile tea with gin or vodka. Take your pick. Whatever you like. Gin is sin. Work it how you need to, just FYI. (laughs) I'm just saying. Birds of a feather flock together when it comes to floral flavors, which is great. It's lovely and calming chamomile tea, which is like the cure-all for everything calming. Gets its charm from a herbaceousness and florality. Herbaceousness. Herbaceousness, right? That's an SAT word. (laughs) (laughs) The fact we wrote the SAT word at the same time. Y'all look good. That's that's a good word for today. Use that. Use herbaceousness somewhere in your week today, and work in your week coming up. Try infusing chamomile directly with gin. That's an option. Mm, making the two perfect boozy business partners. I like that. Try infusing chamomile with the gin, and pretty much makes it a a gin cocktail, um, like a Tom Collins or even uh, gin take on an old fashioned. Old fashions are great. If it's a hot cocktail, that's uh, when we're coming up on the hot toddies, topping the gin off with a mild bit of chamomile tea and honey, which is nice. The mix overwhelmingly can be herbal, um, over, overwhelmingly herbal to some folks, and they do not like the taste of that because it's just too much. If that's the case and you're not feeling herby, try putting um, some vodka in it instead and see how that works out for you and enjoy. But, you know, if you don't drink alcohol, which is fine. You just need to be at peace. Just, you know, start doing a tea ritual for some mindfulness, whatever time you drink it, morning, noon, or night, or just make it a process and ritual whenever you drink it. Right. And enjoy. So, you know, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to jump right into our tea So, back to me. 
with us? What's that about? We know it's it's a popular topic and pretty much on the tips of all our tongues from high school, elementary school, and all that stuff. So, but what does it mean? What does the label mean? Um, it's an expression used to describe girls who exhibit antisocial behavior known as relational aggression. And relational aggression is a specific type of bullying designed to harm social relationships and status of an individual. Unfortunately, people, basically, essentially people who engage in relational aggression want to make you look bad or other individuals to other individuals or a group and the masses. Additionally, unfortunately, they may try to intimidate you by threatening to leave the relationship you have with them. And that prompts you to stay under that particular abusive relationship, which is essentially what this is. So some of these tactics include gossiping, cyberbullying, intimidation, uh, harassment, of course, ostracizing individuals and leaving them left out. And then, of course, the verbal insults and a lot of sometimes passive aggressive behavior um, where they just kind of set people up for embarrassment repeatedly. You know, it's, <clears throat> you just said something and it just a light bulb went off in my head. This is absolutely a toxic verbal this is a, a um abusive relationship yeah being if you're if you're in a situation where you are received on the receiving end of a mean girl's aggression mm -hmm. this is a a abusive relationship and you stay in it <clears throat> yeah some people stay in it some people can't get out of it depending right. on the situation where yeah, you are true. in the relation to the the mean girl mm -hmm. um and you when you think about it you were talking about you know, mean girls or something that a lot of us have dealt with from elementary school on, or we, the, the concept right. was there it may not have had a label. We usually call them bullies, bullies, but the mean girl tag has been more prevalent in today's mm -hmm. society than probably when we were growing up. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But the reason why people were mean girls is the same. That mm -hmm. hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. You know, we usually, see mean girls target other women based on their own insecurities, mm. their own jealousy, their own feelings of competition and envy. Um, and then unfortunately the victim usually is somebody who's very independent, popular, successful, mm -hmm. um, or just in short, somebody who is a threat in some way to the aggressor. So you don't even have to be popular. Maybe you're the smartest kid in the class. Yeah. And mm -hmm. the mean girl doesn't like that. Right. And it, and, and, and understand that the mean girl doesn't always have to look like what we Consider. traditionally conceive of a mean girl right mm -hmm. some mean girls are themselves popular and yep. extremely attractive and come from you know a good background that what what we see on paper as a good background mm -hmm. and you they know, leverage that though to be a mean they girl. absolutely do um we often don't see mean girls target people unless they know they can get away with it mm. that's a good point they're not going to target someone who's who's strong-willed or has a strong foundation uh, or strong backbone, they may try it because they're going to try it, right? Mean Obviously. girls are going to try it, but they're not going to keep trying it if they see they can't get over on you or, right. or use that type of behavior towards you. Mm -hmm. um, if they think that you're going to tell on them, blow the whistle, get, you know, keep them from furthering whatever it is that they're trying to do, mm -hmm. then they'll usually back off. True, true. And, you know, this definitely resonates in multiple areas of our daily lives. In particular, one is the workplace. And sometimes we don't think about that, but you think about if there's mean girls in schools, which is where you mm. usually see them, you know, first pop up, those people go to school and have careers. And if they haven't been stopped, they're going to make sure that they impress upon that, that behavior upon the people that they're working with. Ooh, trigger alert, for. trigger alert. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right? Ooh, I've had to deal with some mean girls in the workplace. Yes. So it, I think we all have, unfortunately. Just mm, And some, mm, some mm. situations are way worse than others. Understood the trigger alert, Z. <sighs> so um, a lot of times these, these individuals, they wrongfully accuse you of making errors to make you look bad. They take credit for, you work, for your work. We all have people who have done that in our workplace at some place, some mm, place mm. in time. <laughs> that... Or they execute a complete impossible tasks as a punishment. Kind of like, you know, Cinderella, when she was trying to go out and, and her stepmom was like, I need you to do 50, 11 things and then you can go to the ball. You know you wasn't going to finish it. But you set her up so that she could try to attempt to finish it only to crush her dreams and then she can't go. So setting people up to do all that stuff at work is the same uh, concept. 
and then ensuring, and then you basically ensuring that they're going to fail because they can't perform those tasks, making you look bad as a worker. And then, then there's the rumor mill, and we all know how workplaces have rumors oh, and how they get started. Whether it's in the coffee I got to hold room. myself. Hold on. Yes, I'm holding breathe. myself. <laughs> rock, rock with it. Rock with it. Z. Breathe through it, girl. Breathe through it. <laughs> girl, she rocking side to side. <laughs> and then you try to start rumors in that or starting rumors is just as bad as letting rumors just fly and you don't even try to you know stop or nip it in the bud and then of course the ever-present oh no you should have been to that meeting you conveniently get left out of important things decisions that you really should be involved in and now you're not even at the table to to do what you need to do so Z, you all right over there? Breathing. I have dealt with a mean girl in my workplace. And it is not fun. Especially because I think when you deal with mean women, and let's let's be, take it a step further. Mean girls become mean women. You see them in elementary school and then high school and they usually college, they continue that behavior and they continue that behavior into mm -hmm. adulthood. And then it carries on into the workplace. So these are mean women. I've dealt with a mean woman, a mean girl in the workplace. And unfortunately, I wasn't in a position to really advocate for myself in the way that I would need to. That's as much as I can say. And it's unfortunate because that situation left a very bad taste in my mouth. And it's like at work, Unless you just got it like that, and I don't know how many people can, you're in an uncomfortable situation. You you can't just be like, okay, I'm up, I quit. Right. Because how are you going to pay your bills? And Hello. I think that that's why Mean Girls in the Workplace, that gets so prevalent yeah. and it has a, a such a detrimental effect on people because you, you're in a position where you can't just leave mm -hmm. the relationship. Because mm -hmm. if, if it's a supervisor, how are you supposed yeah. to leave that? It is such, that is such a good commentary on the, the, the abuse on the abusive dynamics because it really is that you can't financially you are stuck in you a are stuck for a situation you know so <clears throat> that makes yeah mm -mm. so, so you you we you know you said something good that it's this is something that can happen in all aspects of your life so we know that we can encounter mean girls in the workplace a lot of us don't realize or do realize and choose to turn a blind eye to the fact that mm -hmm. we can have mean girls in our tribe mm -hmm. um i do wholeheartedly believe that in my 20s there were definitely people within my circle that were mean girls um and how can you identify if somebody is a mean girl within your friend group um they're nice to you in public but cold in private maybe they like to be in control of situations and, and insist on having their way so maybe like everybody's like oh we're gonna go to do to this restaurant to have dinner and they're like no i changed that we're going here to have dinner here at this time because mm. i like this menu better than that mm. um and you may not think that that's a mean girl but that is because why are you getting to dictate where everybody else want to go when we part. already made it the consensus mm -hmm. and why um, should we acquiesce to your desires right they publicly criticize you or your opinions and again constructive criticism is always okay mm -hmm. but it's like if if you're um if you have an opinion and you say oh my gosh i really think that this um meal is delicious and you're like really <laughs> this meal is so basic like but of course you <laughs> like this that oh, type of <laughs> yes yes very good role play there that's <laughs> Um, and unfortunately, it's a good role play because <laughs> at one point I was mean girl adjacent. <laughs> I had a mean girl uh, streak. I'm not proud of this. It's not. This is way long time ago. It was for a very brief period of time. And I understand why in that moment I was like that. But hey, it's called transparency. I've grown. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm on my Jada Pinkett shit now trying to. Inside find more spirituality and peace in my life hello that's so important um people who mean women that are in your tribe they can twist the facts 
and situations to make themselves look innocent. Mm-hmm. Like she told you, I said that. I never said that. Wow. Why would like, that just kind of shows you what type of person she is. If she mm. can make up something like that about me, that mm. type of behavior. Um, they boycott your ideas or social gatherings. They may leave you out of the social gathering altogether. Yes. I remember an episode of the Golden Girls where Rose's sister came to visit, and Rose told Blanche and uh, Dorothy, "My sister is a terrible person. She's terrible." And they're like really she is and she her their sister was doing a lot of passive aggressive things mm-hmm. leaving her like scheduling like them to go to the movies and not get you know not inviting rose or saying hey we're gonna go to dinner here and giving um rose the wrong directions to the restaurant <laughs> like she's just like a terrible person she winds up sleeping with blanche's boyfriend and then that's when they believed of course rose right Blanche don't play with her booze she does it and yes i do remember this because i watch golden girls like 50 11 times a day and it's always on it's great tv watching it is it is one of the best programming on tv side (laughs) note golden girls was really ahead of its time yes they talked and i think we talked about this before they talked about abortion they talked about ibf they talked about interracial relationships they talked about hiv they talked about yes they've talked they hit the button and this is what way 80s 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 like 80s Yes. Like mid to, yes. Mid really to late were. 80s. So they were ahead of their time. So Go ahead, show writers. That's yes. why they still are now. So relevant, regardless yes. what time frame. They um so they'll tend to 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 be quick to anger and might use direct insults or name calling. Mm. Um they befriend you to learn your insights or secrets and then use them against you. That. Or they fabricate lies and spread rumors about you while pretending to be your friend. Mm. And I know a lot of people, I've had this conversation with a few people and I've had people tell me there was one person. So I have a friend who told me she, you know, her, they it was like a trifecta, right? Mm-hmm. There, they had one friend in common. These two girls didn't know each other, but they had this one friend in common. And the friend would bring them together, but they would never talk to each other. And they always would kind of give each other like side eyes because the one friend they had in common would tell each other effed up stuff um, about the other about the other but the the girls never said that the only reason why this friend did that is because she was trying to keep them from being close she mm-hmm. didn't she knew that they would Click. hit it off and be best friends and she didn't um. want that so to keep that from happening she would play each other play them against one another mm. that's some calculating conniving calculating stuff that manipulation calculating like terrible Mm. terrible shit and the way that they found out that this didn't happen was the they were at a party and they both they they both got invited to a party and they both showed up Mm -hmm. and one of their friends was like hey such and such is over there oh i don't fuck with that bitch why not because so they go to, to their friend well why did you say i never said that well she's saying so then they talked and they were like where'd you get this information from and then when they started comparing notes they realized they got it from that one friend Mm. Mm. set her up called her on a three-way so and she started saying all this stuff that the other girl didn't say and then it just blew up yeah. Now, wow. this happened. Now, the story I'm telling you is something that happened to this person when they were in their early 30s. Mm-hmm. Not now. Not in, they're 40 now. But I was talking to them about this syndrome, and mm-hmm. this is the, this was the example that they gave me. And I'm like, yo, that is crazy. Wow. That is ridiculous. That some people will but go you know, to that. But you know, it happens way. more often than not. I had a similar, it does. a similar story told to me not too long ago about how someone was pitting other people against people, sending emails to other folks, and not copying other folks to think that the other person sent it. Like, they put in a lot Mm -hmm. of effort. Like, with this situation, why do you have that much time? (laughs) Like, I don't understand. (laughs) How you got this time with your life to do some shit? I don't know. I don't know. That's That's too much. So, you know, this all brings you to think, these situations that we're talking about make bring you to pause, like, are you the mean girl in the group? Maybe. <laughs> Are you the one who's doing this shit to other people? Whether you realize it or not, which I find hard to believe because this is some calculating stuff. Are you the one with the resting bitch face? We all have that one friend 
or we know people like you like you at the club and there's that one chick on the couch with her face set like she don't (laughs) (laughs) you know you like you know you at a club right and then you like i'm ready to go like are you that chick then why did you come out in the first place and you stay with resting bitch face um and then you're judgmental about everybody else but you feel like everyone is judgmental as just as judgmental but you're the one who's really the head of that situation and then (laughs) this one here (laughs) this one here folks are you the one who sets sights on other people's significant others i.e men they don't belong to you at all i mean you don't really belong to anybody but clearly they are with somebody else but you're like "Mm, what's that got to do with anything anything but space and opportunity space and opportunity if you're one of those people (laughs) That engages in space and opportunity when someone you when uh, there's a man involved that doesn't belong to you, mm, you might be a mean girl. You know what? This is definitely a girl code. There are yes. things I think mean girls do not understand the mm. definition of girl code. They don't because care. they have no moral compass. Yeah. So there is no and and when I mean by girl code, girl code, there's a lot of different yeah things. And oh Jesus, I this I'm we, should, tra- we gotta do one on girl code. Yes, I want to say so much. <laughs> oh, I want to say so much. Better can't. Um, I would say, you know, there are people who have e- exemplified a lot of these things. Yeah. In my life, and our lives, yeah. we can we can pinpoint people who this is. I think the girl code is definitely the biggest. Yeah. They're just unwritten rules that you should abide by if you're friends. I am not, I don't care. As soon as you tell me you like somebody, that person's off limits to me. Right. And I know for some people that's like, why? You just like them. That's just off limits to me because that's problematic. It is. In and of itself. Oh my goodness, I got this quick story. So when, about the off limits thing. So when I was in grad school, and you know, I went to grad school in Pittsburgh. And there's certain circles that you run in that, you know, Pittsburgh is only but so big. Mm-hmm. So there yeah. was a time when we, I started dating um, folks, but then I was meeting other people as well because I didn't really know anybody by the time I went back to grad school, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a few people that I had met, and then we the the circles that I would be in, I would find out that we were dating the same person. <laughs> but I wasn't, like, cool with that person because I had just met them. Mm-hmm. But then we it got to the point, like, okay, so how many dates have you been on with this person? <laughs> person are they off limits have you slept with them have you not slept with them and it the fact that it even became a conversation the girl code conversation came up about who's off limits because if you went on a date with someone first time and nothing worked out are they really off limits and i only say that situationally because of where we were was that the right thing to do i don't know but But see i think in that situation that's fine i'm talking about you and me yeah no yeah that's another like that's, if, a big no. that's just I if if you were dating somebody, regardless if it worked out or not, and, and then I was like, I'm gonna start dating them, I'm gonna say it's only okay if you talk to the person. Look, yeah, such and such reached out. We kind of had a vibe. I would like to see this? where this go. Where are you at with this? Right. I you know, and 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 that's respect. Right. But you just be like, oh, I'm gonna just do it because I want to. Mm, and that's all gang together. That's that's mean girl. Mean girl behavior. For real. In my opinion. Yeah. That's mean girl behavior. Uh, yes. And then if that does happen and you don't and you say to that mean girl, if she asks, I don't want you talking to them, they may shut you down and give you the silent treatment because you didn't give them what they wanted. And you're sitting here like, what just happened? What why you stop talking to me? Lord oh because- Jesus! I was, I'm so triggered. I'm so triggered. This is a trigger episode for me. Motherfucking right, I'm triggered. What's that song? But, but trigger, what's that trigger, trigger. Yes. I am so triggered, man. And if this is happening, as you can see, it has residual effects, and there's a definite ripple effect this can have on lives for years, decades to come. So if this is the case, then you really need to sit down and need to evaluate. Um, oh, let me let me back up. So if you're if you're also the mean girl and you don't want certain people causing you a threat, then you sit and decide, mm, do I really want them as, in this group or no? And that's where like the the clicks come in, and oh, you're in the pro- popular girl group, and 
all this other stuff. I had one of those experiences in high school, and I got invited, I guess invited or whatever, to be in the popular girl group that ran the school. I was a cheerleader, all that stuff. And then I saw the behavior. I was like, oh, we don't we don't sit with them because why? Because they don't have, because they're not wearing Benetton. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> Just, mm. I can't sit with them because they didn't. They don't have the the multiples of from Benetton. They don't have the right organization of like I just. I, that was the first time I had ever seen anything like that. And you and you really sit down and think about well, mm, Natalie, we like you in the group, but we're not going to let anybody else in after you. So, all right. So I'm going to say this. <clears throat> we understand this concept because we have dealt with mean girls in our lives Mm -hmm. and mean girls in close proximity to us and when i tell you all of these things are true like i almost want to take this podcast and send it to people (laughs) who've been mean girls in our lives and like listen especially listen to this part because i have been on the opposite end of the silent treatment Mm where somebody got mad at me because I didn't want to conform to something that they Mm. wanted me to conform to. So they iced me out. They stopped Mm. talking to me. And even, and the crazy part is sometimes the silent treatment happens and you don't even know. Right. (laughs) You ain't know that you had beef with that person. Yeah. You're like, Oh, they not talking to me. Like when, what I do. Right. Or you find out that there are activities going on Mm. that you aren't, invited to because that person has decided i don't want them here yes and again i learned what it's about i don't like using the term jealousy or envy i really don't Mm -hmm. but sometimes with mean girls that is the root of the problem Mm -hmm. they feel threatened by you and again these people probably are just as successful are just as beautiful just Mm -hmm. as but there's something in them that they're unhappy with and they project it yes so mm. I have dealt with this specifically where I would tell somebody I like somebody, they would turn around and then they just start dating it, mm. that, that person. Or That's some grimy shit. Right. Or they would just like do things because I didn't want to do something that they wanted to do. Then they just kind of became an ice queen. Like, mm. what the f- frick is this? And then when I finally got to the point where I was Because, again, as women, we go through a whole bunch of changes. Yeah. And when I got to a point where I was just like, I want more of my life out of my friendships than this. Mm -hmm. And I had to have that conversation with that person. They looked at me like I was crazy. Like I was the problem. Mm, And we call that what? Lack of (laughs) self-awareness. And gaslighting. Oh, very much so gaslighting. They alter your reality. They try to alter your reality. You know what you know. You know what you know. You know what you know. But they will sit and trying to make you question your own reality. I think Ooh. this is one of I've been gaslit and it is one of the most. We're doing a whole topic on gaslighting. Yes. This is oof. it is one of the worst things for you as a person where you know you're saying. You know what you know. You may have receipts. You may have receipts but they're looking at you like mm, I don't know. So gaslighting is it's, it's one of the most toxic forms of bullying. I would I think mm-hmm. one of the most because it really makes you question who, who your you sanity. are and your sanity. As defined by psychology today, it's a tactic in which a person or entity, in order to gain more power, makes a victim question their reality. That make they make you think you're crazy. <laughs> that is some sadistic BS. It is. And that happens. Gaslighting is something that happens across the board. It yes. happens in your friendships. Mm. It can happen at work. It can happen in your relationships. It Amen. can happen in your family. Yes. Okay. It is a whole. I don't know, y'all know Dr. Romani. She does a great ster- series on gaslighting. Gaslighting is. Ooh, mm. that is something. I, I just. Oh, I'm just gonna say, <laughs> y'all. Girl. Everybody has has been. Mm. I believe a victim yes. of gaslighting at some point in their life. Everybody has. So nobody's immune to no. gaslighting. But it's you, great when you figure it out. Yes, because when you point it out, you're yeah. like, oh. Uh-huh. Hell no! Yeah. I know what I know. Thank you. You ain't gonna sit up here and tell me. Now, I will say there are times when I am m- misinformed. My mind plays tricks on. <laughs> My mind is playing tricks on. <laughs> and I think I know something, and it ain't true. It's, I right. give you a quick, a quick point. This morning, my husband took uh, my daughter to swimming, 
And I was like, oh, yeah, her, it's, it's 9.30. He was like, no, it's 10. And I was like, no, it's 9.30. He was like, Zarifa, it's 10 o'clock. You sat there and told me to make the schedule for 9.30. He's like, okay, Zarifa, it's 9.30. I was like, you know what, I'm going to double check. I went to check. It was 10 o'clock. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. It was 10 o'clock. He just looked at me and rolled his eyes like, I told you, like, like, what the hell? So sometimes your mind will play tricks on you. Right. But and that's and that is just an example, but gaslighting mm. is way, 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 way worse. Way worse. In a lot of situations. And mean girls definitely use that as a tactic because yes. they don't like being called out on their shit. Mm. So they're gonna turn it around on you. Always and make you think that what you think is crazy. And it's not. So we're talking about mean girl and mean women. Because again, mean girls become mean women. Mm -hmm. um, and the one question you probably are thinking, well, if there is a mean girl in my life, can that mean girl reform be reformed? Or Zaretha and Natalie, the mean girls that were in your life, have they been reformed? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because the mean girl that was in my life is no longer in my life. But and there you go. That's a way to get rid of them. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Excommunicado. Yes. <laughs> hey, they ain't nothing to cut that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That song just sometimes, you know. It is perfect for a lot of situations. <laughs> so mean girls can become mean women. Mm -hmm. And mean women can continue to bully for for the same types of reasons that they bullied as teens. To relay the pain of having been bullied themselves mm -hmm. and therefore regain some control. To maybe diminish a perceived threat again. And that threat is so dumb. It's like, yeah. oh, I think she's prettier than me. Or I think she's more successful than me. Or I think she's smarter. But that's you telling you that. Like, what? Right. Um, You're talking to yourself. Right. Or merely to wield their social or sexual power. Mm -hmm. Um. So, yeah, there are some women who can grow out of being mean. There are. There are. Um. But it's only through self-awareness and self-reflection. And we talked about this. Um. And you have to go through a process, a process of understanding how your behavior mm -hmm. impacts your social interactions, friendships, and even intimate relationships. So true. A lot of people aren't willing to do that. A lot of people aren't willing to dig deep. At all. Period. Whether it's a mean girl, whether it's someone who's a gaslighter, whether it's someone who is a habitual liar, whether whatever it is, somebody who's a bad friend, a lot of people don't want to dig deep. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't have self-awareness. But then a lot of times, people don't even realize how they're showing up in their lives. That is there true. There are people who feel that I'm not a mean girl. What are you talking about? And they really and then, don't think so. And they don't think so. And they're not going to be able to do this work. Right. Because they're not, they're, there's no self-awareness. Right. At all. And those who don't become reformed, who can't do the work, who can't grow out of it, nine times out of the ten, they're doing it for two reasons. The fear of losing control, because mm -hmm. control is a big issue. Yeah. Um, or not having the emotional maturity and support to self-reflect. Right. Think about that. It's huge. Control, support, and maturity. Those are the, the that's the pillar mm -hmm. right there. If you don't have those things, you're not going to be able to make it through anything. That part. Or you just coast on what you can or move on to people once you've used them up. Huh. Hello. Good morning. Right. And just be like, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Right. So where does this come from? How do we see, how does this show up in our lives? You know, our culture nowadays, I would say more than ever, with social media being the way that it is, our culture is fascinated with the image of mean girls from reality TV to movies um, and social media, as I said. And looking at re reality TV, which mm. is apparently taking the place of regular, I don't know, thought provoking. Everyday life. <laughs> right. Everyday life, thought provoking TV. You know, Real Housewives of whatever they are. I don't know where they live now because there's too many. I watched it in the beginning, like the Real OC, um, the original Housewives where they were actually housewives mm -hmm. and, and they didn't have to work mm -hmm. and they were wealthy, not mm -hmm. the other ones that I don't know what's, where they are now. Anyway, and Basketball Wives, which I just, it just seems a display of mean girl behavior. That's all it is. That's all it is. And it's celebrated. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at the movies, Mean Girls. Of course, and Grease, Rizzo from the Pink Ladies, Heathers, all the Heathers, and then Winona Ryder just trying to kill them all off with, <laughs> <laughs> with, with Christian Slater. If y'all haven't seen that movie, yo, I don't suggest you take take out any of those 
you know, aggressions, but I would suggest go watch that movie. It is a perfect example of Mean Girls before the Mean Girls movie came out, right? And then bring it on. We all know how that was going. And the mm-hmm. cheerleader factor and the social hierarchy in high mm-hmm. school and race. You know, yes, very much so. And then think about it in all of these situations, mean girls are always rewarded for the behavior. All of these things I've said have either spurred on shows and they get, you know, get, get memes, they get checks, they get endorsements, they become influencers and tag they have taglines. They're integrated into our everyday life. So it's subliminal that it's better to be a mean girl and move forward. And I think sometimes it's a, the mean girl is to take a different angle on being a bitch, but a bitch in an accepted way mm-hmm. because you can wield your power to get what you want mm-hmm. and folks kind of just fall in line with you. And then with the social media component, people can just, you know, trolls, hand, you know, hide behind the screens, say whatever they want, you know, and it's just, it becomes integral in our lives. And I don't know if people realize how much it has become a part of what we do in our everyday life with all these types of reality shows. Because the chick jumping across the table to, to snatch another chick's wig off is going to get more money than someone just trying to sit down and talk it out. Yeah. I mean, if you look at, I mean, reality TV is the perfect example. If you look at, like you said, Real Housewives, Real Housewives or Basketball Wives, there's always one, Queen B, and everybody else is seen as the minion. And the one that doesn't want to conform, that's the one that they're always going to have the most problems with. Yep. Always. Think about it. NeNe has the most t- taglines, the most memes. Mm. But if you ever looked at that show, Nene was a mean girl. Mm-hmm. Nene was a mean girl. The and I keep key with the rest of them when she would say, I said what I, I said. <laughs> <laughs> because those of us detached from that reality get it. Like we can separate ourselves and still laugh at it. But then right. there's some people that I know for a fact, subscribe to that and use it as a playbook. Like, ooh, Nene is, I'm trying to be like Nene. Mm-hmm. That is not who you want to aspire to no, be. No, and mm-mm. and get excited when they see him out in public like they were right. celebrities, but whatever. They ain't done and, nothing but cause right. right. Hello, right. and you, if you look at it as perfect example, mm-hmm. because if, if Nene didn't like you or if something happened, she cut you off and now you're not in her friend circle. Yeah. Now you know how like her and Candy were never friends. Why? Because Nene's a mean girl, and Candy wasn't trying to like Hear all that. But the, on the flip side, Candy has a mean girl in her life. If you look at her mama, her mama mm-hmm. is classic mean girl. Yes. Her mama ain't never changed. Her mama been a mean girl probably since she came out the womb. Mm. She probably she probably was giving her doctor resting bitch face. Like it's that's how time. how her mama is, and. Mm. We just subscribe to it. We're like, we eat it up. Yep. That's why there's so many Real Housewives. Right. That's why so there are so many. many basketball wives. Because we eat it up. There's going to be a Real Housewives on Mars and Alaska soon. I swear for goodness. <laughs> because the, the last like, one was like Idaho or something or Utah. No, it was Utah. Utah Lake they, City. The next one is Dubai. Dubai. And I'm oh, that, that was going to be good, though. Because some people. I'm a, yeah. I might watch that. Yeah, because I think that's going to be entertaining. These American hoes ain't got nothing uh-uh. on them Dubai. That flex. <laughs> That flex gonna be Ooh, totally different. That's on a whole other level. Long, no. and they probably really are housewives because yes. of the culture, and they not out here trying to. Yes, <laughs> yes. My sister said when she was over there, she's like, "Yo, it is on another level." Now, right. So y'all not level. y'all not gonna be able to touch Dubai. <clears throat> but excuse me, the recap of what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. I think all of us can say we've been mean girls at one point. Mm-hmm. Maybe in one situation, one outcome, we have been a mean girl. There's a mean girl spectrum. So mm-hmm. I think I have been on a spectrum. I haven't been at the worst of it, but I know I've done some mean girl stuff. And I've tried to apologize to those indivi- to the, the individuals. I don't want to make it sound like I've just been out there wilding out. <laughs> That's there, were, there was a person in particular that I was mean to, and we have come to a better understanding mm-hmm. of where all that came from. And we're actually, you know, I would say good, <clears throat> good friends now. Right. Um, or we've all been mean girl adjacent. And what I mean by mean girl adjacent is you've been in situations where a friend of yours was being a mean girl and you did nothing to stop it. Right. You've just allowed that behavior to continue. You've maybe giggled or kikied or yeah, <clears throat> it kept that person's fire going, going by hyping them up. Mm-hmm. 
So just think about that. Because if you have young girls, young daughters, young they're nieces, watching. they're watching. And you want to know if, you know, you want to be able to identify maybe these behaviors. <laughs> Sorry. There's something that's going on, <laughs> on inside that is just like, it has us all <laughs> off it. <laughs> We hope that you take some of this information and use it to identify maybe the mean girls in your life and get them out or have these conversations with their, the young women in your life to say, yeah. hey, I'm starting to notice you acting like this and that ain't good. Yes. So let's nip that in the bud now because right. we're not doing this and, and you're not that. doing that. Right. And, that's, and that, that stature and that posture that Z just talked about, that's okay. Because if you're a friend, you should be able to do that. It doesn't happen all the time and you have to work up to it. But at least try to have those conversations. Be like, look, we ain't doing this. That's not cool. That's, Hello, good morning. We just keep it moving. We've grown. Let's keep it. That's not how this, this needs to work. Some people may take it. Some people are not. But at least you made an effort. So how do you handle this? You know, so we came up with some strategies you can stop. We can use to stop Mean Girls from having as much a negative impact on your life, you know. Or, you know, and as soon as you suspect someone doesn't have your best interest at heart, and if you can really just cut them off, just like that song we were singing earlier. And <laughs> so, <laughs> ain't nothing, right? <laughs> but you so, could it. Could it. Could it. <laughs> and sometimes when you try to cut it, you can do it. It can manifest in different ways, like taking the high road. Don't engage. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> A bitch gonna take the low road every chance you get. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Sometimes you got to. Sometimes the situation calls for that. And you need to boss up, as people say, in that situation. Um, you know, if some, for some reason there's a shred of truth to what that person is saying about you, really try to take the constructive feedback. Don't try to just jump on and be as defensive. You know, don't don't let that mean spirited thing nature of what they they're saying cloud the message of what they're trying to convey to you. Um, but then again, you could ignore the comments of the person, and you can think of like die, it'll die down, and you just want to look past it and keep it moving because you ain't got time because you just you just not here for it. You know, and if people are jealous of you, sometimes you just gotta just you know put another put them in another box, if you will, say. You know, this is not, this is not for me. Then there's the other option of killing them with kindness. Just be kind to everybody. Be nice, but not fake over, you know, you can still be nice and genuine about it with just pouring it on too thick. I saw this know. meme that says, I'm going to buy a sword and name it kindness so I can kill people with kindness. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a bad dad joke, but that shit had me rolling <laughs> but i think it's appropriate <laughs> i think everybody should get a t-shirt that says that oh my goodness you know if you you try to not give people the, a reason to pick with you just be nice and like mind your business and mind the business that pays you and keep it moving you know but still be nice and maybe that'll rub off on somebody you know and they may realize that they're being or it may give them some reflection of how unkind their behavior has been to others this 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 goes back to what uh, Z said. Talk about the low road. Try not to engage in the counterattack. <laughs> try, try, do not. <laughs> you don't give them any reaction. It usually makes them go away. Not, I can't say usually because nowadays there's bullies today are of a different breed. Mm -hmm. So just you know, try to do something else productive with yourself and ex you know, extricate your, yourself from the situation if at all possible. If you can't then you may have to sit and think about who your circle is and how do you engage with certain people and then you take the, the locus of control and you choose to engage with who you choose to engage with, be it with your friends. And if you know someone is going to be there, maybe just back off and right. not be involved. And, but inform your friends as, that you're not avoiding them, but if you're going to continue to associate with that person, I just have to fall back. I got to disengage. You know, got to disengage. Um, you know, when it comes to work, Maybe try to problem solve. You know, if it's in a professional way, you definitely don't want to stoop to their level because that can completely have a horrible impact on your professional life setting, engagement with your boss, your other coworkers, your productivity, your money, and just life in general. So just be mindful of that. Find your tribe. 
you know, and we talked about all this because your tribe should all be like-minded and there should not be a bean girl within the midst, but sometimes there is. And if you have to disengage and find your own tribe, like I said either earlier, um, then try to do that. And, you know, this goes in hand with the killing them with kindness, support and lift up the others around you. Um, and it's important that in your career that you help professional other professionals in your circle be uplifted and try to not wouldn't say shield them from mean girl stuff but to help to contribute to the environment where mean girl behavior is not supported by supporting other people and uplifting them in the workplace which can you know hopefully eliminate future mean girl behavior in in your midst but then if your mean girl is a boss uh, you might, might be, to, a, yeah, that might be yeah, a problem. That might be a problem. You might have to switch. And I would hate to say just leave your job, but sometimes you may have to. And that goes back to mental health, too. Because how productive are you going to be if mm. you're in a situation dealing Facts. with all that? <clears throat> Facts. You know? and, and then speaking to the mental health component, try not to take it personally. Because if you do, it's definitely going to have a negative impact. Um, and it has, and, and reminding yourself that that behavior, that um, horrible and bad behavior, is nothing to do with you, which is sometimes easier said than done. It is easier than said than Always done. Always easier said than done. You just happen to be a target for that day, because like you know, in the movie Mean Girls, everybody, even the teachers, were were subject subjected to um, whatever the chick's name was, Rachel McAdams' chick character. I can't remember her name right now. Um, and but everybody knew that she had something personally on them and they took everything personally and just kind of kept letting her do what she did because they felt they were going to be attacked personally and have a negative impact on their entire life and try to neutralize naysayers. You know, we all, we Z mentioned that some of this behavior stems from insecurity and jealousy and try to diffuse it by giving the mean girl a public pat on the back. And like, tr it's not necessarily um, kiss an ass, but you just you just try to keep the equilibrium where and you're not trying to have that person come after you or your neck and you know for example if she's an author in this case share her content on social media give her you know accolades but not like a minion i'm gonna say this <clears throat> That's yeah. one thing I ain't going to do. If a bitch don't like me, I ain't supporting shit. I ain't posting no. your shit. I ain't doing it. Okay? <laughs> and I, I, just, yeah. I don't give up. Fuck a uh. there. I ain't doing it. <laughs> and, you got, and when you're taking those things in consideration, you have to understand that she may, unfortunately, use this against you at a later date. Exactly. And again, don't y'all listen to me. I'm just talking. I ain't God ain't through with me yet. I'm still working <laughs> on me. Okay. These are all suggestions, y'all. Everybody takes them up when they need to and when they right. can. Okay. Don't listen to me. I'm just telling you <laughs> what a bitch like me gonna do and what I ain't gonna do is that. That's that ain't happening. And I can't fault you for that either because to me it feels like you're fueling that position of yeah. I just can't. And stand up for others. You know, use your experience. To help, and this goes back to the whole bullying concept. Stand, you know, there's a lot of social media out now, commercials about standing up to bullies and mm -hmm. breaking the cycle and showing that, that it's not cool to be a bully. You know, no one, if something happens, no one thinks you're funny. You know, stop messing with her. And there's ways you can do that to, to you know, disarm people and just let that person, if that person realizes that other person that's being bullied has an advocate, at times they back off. Right. This is always. definitely if you're a mean girl adjacent. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes. Yes. That is a good point. If definitely. you're not the mean girl, but you are in close proximity to the mean girl. Correct. Because you may see things going on, but try to step up and say something. Right. You know, if you if you can. Um, but with that being said, try not to. With all of this that you're trying to step up for people and show show them that this is inappropriate. You know, try not to fall. Don't fall into the mean girl trap of while you're going through all this behavior of trying to combat it, kind of like, and I'm going to go back to the, the Mean Girl movie again, um, Lindsay Lohan's character started out being the nice person and standing up for people, and then she got involved with the Mean Girls, and then she evolved into one, and she morphed into one because of all the little perks and started, you know, acting catty and being gossipy towards others, and... You know, I think we all are guilty of it, you know, from time to time. If we've all had it happen in our lives. So just be mindful of, you know, that you're not going out of your way 
to make someone else feel badly about a position that you may have. And then all of a sudden you end up morphing into the person that you are trying to combat. Cause that unfortunately happens a lot, mm-hmm. you know, cause the power absolute, you know, with the absolute power corrupts is that, I don't know. I remember that mm-hmm. whole thing, but you get that you feel powerful because you're like, I'm here to stand up for people and help people out. And then you just, it just morphs into its own thing. Cause you like the little power trip you may be on, you know, but we, each of us has a choice of whether we want to be nice or not, but make the right choice starting today to be nice. It yes. doesn't cost anything. It does not no, it cost doesn't. anything. It absolutely does not. At all. No. You know? Um. Well, this is a lot of good information. We're going to take a quick break and come back with our last for the day. our girls and we model this and how we treat other women and this is attributed to lisa mccrone um <clears throat> i don't have a lot to say other than i know that this almost seems like well why are we talking about mean girls we're like in our 40s or we're in our 30s that doesn't exclude you from being a mean girl and it definitely doesn't exclude you from um actually having a mean girl engage with you i just say be mindful of the interactions that we're having with the individuals in our lives be mindful of how you're projecting your how you're showing up in your life especially if you have young women who look up to you and this is in the workplace this is in your life yes you can be a boss bitch yes you can be a bad bitch but you can do it without being mean and tearing down others let's uplift one another because who child this world be trying to tear us down every day every every day and that is the last sip of tea with your hood thank you thank you and thank you all for joining us this week on Sippin' Tea with Nat and Z. As you know, you can follow us on IG at Sippin' Tea underscore Nat and Z underscore pod. And of course on Facebook, Sippin' Tea Nat and Z to get information on our upcoming podcast topics, guests, and news. Thanks for listening. Catch us next week where we get into black women and luxury. Ooh, yes. yes. Have a good week, y'all.